out and start dancing a little bit. Welcome back to To The Saints. <laughs> we have a couple dancing in the studio. We do. <laughs> <laughs> it's a small studio. It's a small studio. <laughs> it's awkward. We make it work. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Speaking of small studios, <laughs> there's not a transition there, but I'm going to go with it. <laughs> Live from yes. a small house <laughs> in Oklahoma, we have guests on the line today, and we're glad to have them. Yes. We have Eric and Morgan Spawn. Woo! Woo-hoo! Yeah. All right! <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so to get to them, this is RC. This is Andrew. This is Tyrone. This is Allison. This is Carrie. And this is Bridget. Hey, will you guys say something so people believe us that you're on the line? What is going on? <laughs> there they are. <laughs> hey, Hello. Eric. It's Morgan. Hi. Yay. So why do we have Eric and Morgan Spawn on the line with us today? Because they're awesome people. Oh, mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah, because um, Tyrone and I got to know them when we were... Uh, part of the church meeting in Oklahoma City and got to know them pretty well and we think they have a great story. So hopefully they'll share a little bit of that with us today. Awesome. Yes. Mm-hmm. Pressure's on. <laughs> it's a great Make story. Make it great, guys. Well, I just think it's great. <laughs> Nobody else has to think it's great. No. But um, so let's just start with a little bit of information. So Yeah, a little bit of information. Bridget and I you. actually knew them before you guys did. Ha, ha, ha. But I don't know if that'll come out today or not. It just did. (laughs) All right, who's got a question for him? So, just a little bit of info about kind of your how old you are ish, um, (laughs) and you know your life there. We are in our early thirties. They have this written out, ladies and gentlemen. We're going for memorable here. <laughs> we are married, of course, with one kid. Uh, we have a nine-month-old son named Luke. Luke. And like they said, we live in Oklahoma City. It's mm-hmm. great, awesome. That was they live in Oklahoma City. That kind of static a yeah. moment. So, so do you mind sharing a little bit about your early experience with Christ in the church? Sure. Um, I grew up in a conservative, um, traditional church setting. I was a very faithful attendee and active member of my youth group. I knew Jesus primarily as a Savior, and God as someone I had to please Mm -hmm. by doing things the right way and being good. Mm -hmm. Right. I knew that uh, our lives were meant for God, but fulfilling that purpose looked a lot different to me at that time. Yeah. Uh, I grew up in quite a variety of backgrounds, I guess. Um, traditional church. Uh, I grew up um, doing house church to some degree for a mm-hmm. short season um, and for a season as well, not really going to a church at all. Um, I was very involved though in um, like high school, like the youth group environment, um, summer camp, anything that was going on that I could jump in on, um, I was there. Um, so as far as a relationship with the Lord, um, there was a deep longing, but a lack of understanding, um, and that grew in maturity as years passed. Yeah. Um, and it's deeper than it's ever been, and I look forward to it continuing to go deeper. Mm-hmm. Amen. 
<clears throat> so here's one of those um, interesting questions. What were some factors that brought you to the point of leaving the institutional church? Because that's kind of what you knew. Um, well, we went to a conservative Christian college, and uh, then after that, shortly, we did full-time youth ministry. So during college, we started to kind of question the way that we did church, and even more so when we were doing ministry. Things were stirring kind of in us, and our souls weren't at rest, and so we started kind of exploring what else was out there. And we had a pretty neat, unique opportunity <clears throat> where we were at in the city um, there was a lot of other denominations that um, our youth group and the church leadership were involved in. So we got to interact with a variety of denominations, um, non-denominations, and um, both in in fellowship, in um, services, as well as activities um, and events. And so that season, um, it was very helpful and formative. And I think it actually kept us from we probably would have bounced around quite a bit mm-hmm. um, after after we left ministry, but mm-hmm. experiencing that variety, I think, um, projected us um, in a direction that was a little bit quicker than maybe if we hadn't experienced that. Yeah, because we probably would have church top thinking, well, maybe this, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. denomination or whatever does it better. Mm-hmm. But we were able to see that really they were all very <laughs> similar. So. Yeah. So during that time, we we were kind of pleading to the Lord, um, asking Him what to show us what he wanted to do, what he wanted from us. We were really hungry and thirsty for him. So we started searching for his heart and we started doing lots of reading. Mm-hmm. And we stumbled across Frank Bala's work, which really resonated with us and opened our eyes to a deeper Christ and church mm-hmm. than we had ever known. Yeah. Actually found um, the revolution book mm-hmm. at a mm-hmm. half price books. Nice. Um, really just browsing. Uh, longing for something more and enjoyed reading found a little tiny book caught my eye and after reading that there was there was more advertised in it and it led us to pagan christianity to reimagining church finding organic church mm-hmm. and a plethora of other uh, deep books that mm-hmm. that really that really helped us um, understand the longings that, that we had had for so many years. Mm-hmm. We actually contacted Frank, sent an email to a website, a networking website, and he responded and encouraged us to attend a conference mm-hmm. in conference. Florida. And that's actually where we began to experience and understand something that we had never knew existed. Yeah. I think that's where we met you guys. It mm-hmm. is. That's exactly right. Or at least we met Bridget. I don't know if I remember meeting Mercy. Oh, oh, I was there. Ouch. <laughs> Are you saying it's oh, not memorable? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't take it as that. I just took it as her being in her 40s and not knowing. <laughs> not, not remembering? Not remembering. That's right. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah, we got to sit down and visit with you guys. Yep. For a little bit. So that was nice, because you guys were thinking about moving somewhere, but you lived out in, like, Timbuktu or something. No, they lived in Dallas. They lived in Dallas? No, we didn't live in Dallas. We did live in Texas. Okay. Oh, okay. Close to Waco. We lived in Clifton. Okay. Small. Hmm. I'm sure our listeners from Clifton would 
re- recognize that. They know, <laughs> hey, I know where that is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what happened? So we talked, and then you guys were at this conference and learned stuff and saw stuff, and this longing's in your heart. What happens next? Well, um, so that conference was in 2011, and just a little bit kind of about about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the conference was not like anything we'd ever experienced. Mm-hmm. The speakers at it uh, spoke really deep, uh, deep things of the Lord, stuff we had never heard about kind of mm-hmm. growing up or going to Christian college and all the Bible classes we had there or years of ministry. It was all very new and deep and uh, really resonated in us. Uh, the speakers were also just really normal people, which was nice. They were accessible, easy to talk to, humble and down to earth. We were able to meet with quite a few of them and just sit down. They gave us our time, their mm-hmm. time and their, their ears, and that was really just something we hadn't experienced either. Yeah. And the, the spirit at the conference, um, just amongst the people, had abundant life. It had an energy, uh, if you will, uh, just flowing through it. It was really, like she said, unlike anything we'd ever felt or had been to and we had been to the biggest and the best names in ministry conferences at the time um the energy wasn't some high from a great praise and worship band it it was life it was the lord flowing um in such a peaceful and a fulfilling way it was it was uh an experience that really it's hard to put words to but it was it was life-changing and the cool thing there is that we did meet lots of other people searching for the deeper things of the Lord, mm-hmm. which was just as impactful as the the sessions where we, we listened to speakers. Um, we actually met some folks in Oklahoma at the conference who were doing church organically or kind of starting out. I think they had been meeting for about a year. Um, and after the conference, we visited that church and then moved to join them. This is my, uh, my favorite part of the story. After you got back from the conference, how long was it before you moved to Oklahoma City? Well, we visited maybe a month later after the conference, so I think the conference was in July, and we mm-hmm. visited August, and then we moved there in September. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> we actually got to, we kind of took, we were coming out of ministry, um, so we just Eric took a sales uh, job, and uh, kind of the first thing we could find, and we moved in with a couple for a few months um, until we could get our own place, and we're we're still here. <laughs> so you made the sacrifice to live with another family or another couple before you had your own place. I would say they made the sacrifice. They made the sacrifice. <laughs> we had three dogs and a cat, and they just said, come on in. And But, yeah, yeah, we both did. Well, I'm just so saying. Good experience. Right. I just want to, you know, just that point of you moved quickly because you had been longing for something, and then you saw it. And you, you, there was no sense in waiting, even though you didn't have things set up in place to already kind of thrive the way, you know, most of us think of our lifestyle. Mm-hmm. We have our own place. We have our own job. We're doing great. That's why we moved to a city, because we have everything set up. You didn't have everything quite set up yet. We didn't. We we had, you know, when we were talking about reading and our kind of what led us to leave the institution, it didn't happen immediately. We, yeah. we read and we searched, and then we were still there in ministry for a while. Yes. Um, so we kind of had this wilderness and this hunger deepening in us. Mm-hmm. And um, I know we met some some people um, that we do know still today from Dallas. And they have said that we just seemed, well, maybe this is not the best word, but desperate and just right. really yeah. starving for the Lord. And so when we had the opportunity, we just, we jumped because yeah. um, we were really, we were really hungry for him. And we had been there for a while wanting, um, 
wanting deeper things. And so, yep. so yeah, it was a little scary. Um, sure. Yeah. But uh, but it was definitely worth it. They were very hospitable, hospitable and very kind. And um, so yeah, and it was kind of nice to live with people to kind of when you're first there to for them to kind of share experiences and ask questions and walk alongside you for your first little yeah. bit of being in mm-hmm. something new, which was very that's very good. nice. So. Yeah. Hey, uh, Eric and Morgan. Hey, uh, yeah. Share about share about your experience of uh, seeing slash coming into God's eternal purpose. I know we've had several times together where we talked about it. Just share a little bit about that. Yeah, we we've we had never really heard of the phrase God's eternal purpose mm-hmm. um, until really being in the wilderness and searching and stumbled across that that concept. Even though I think it was in us long before there weren't words to describe what that was. Um, and we, we stumbled across that in, in actually one of Frank Barlow's books, um, one of my favorite books to this day, From Eternity to Here. Yep. Mm-hmm. And upon reading that, we mm-hmm. finally understood uh, what and why our lives were about, uh, what they were to be about. It renewed, it deepened our love for the church because there was a season where I think that struggled. Mm-hmm. It uh, helped us to better understand the Lord, uh, the Bible, and life just in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, things finally fit and mm-hmm. yeah. made sense. Mm-hmm. His purpose is really what drives, is the driving force of, of living today. Anytime that we find ourselves, um, you know, in a, in a situation that's difficult or even something that's exciting, being reminded of his eternal purpose puts it all in perspective mm-hmm. and we can walk out from that place. And so, um, it's just a, it's a very helpful uh, thing to understand. And it's something that I think he is helping us grow in a deeper understanding of in every situation and day after day. Yeah. Man. So you've had uh, several years now in Oklahoma city in face-to-face Christ-centered community. Mm-hmm. What can you tell us um, have you learned from being in that experience? Um, well, body life has shown us shown us a lot. <laughs> uh, it's shown us a real and living Lord, yes. uh, one very tangible, one that we see in our brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. It's made um, the house and the family of God very practical, um, yes. shown us what that really is like, and not just... A metaphor. Yeah. Um, it's deepened our faith and our love. And all this mm-hmm. has happened through really beautiful times and very difficult times mm-hmm. as well. It's personally brought a lot of healing and maturity in our lives. Mm-hmm. Not that we're perfectly mature, but sure. it's helping mm-hmm. us kind of grow up in the Lord. Yep. Um, and it, we've kind of, well, we've not kind of, but we've definitely grown to know the Lord as tangible peace and wisdom, mm-hmm. grace, patience, and so much more. Amen. It's, it's truly an experience of living stones being built together to form something that from before time itself um, it, he has established. Mm-hmm. And walking that out is definitely a, a process. Mm-hmm. And at some point he will bring it to full perfection. But it's, it's, a, it's a rare uh, thing to experience. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, such, a, um, it's such a life-giving experience forced to to join in with mm-hmm. with others yes, it is. 
I I really uh, am thinking here right now how glad I am that I got to go through so much of that with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Being yes. built together, it just it cannot be replaced. Yeah. It is right. it is wonderful, and even some of those less wonderful memories now seem wonderful <laughs> with a little bit of time and distance. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's not just mental you know it's not just head knowledge that we're talking about here mm-hmm. oh no the church is living stones built together these are saints who are lived this and yeah. are living this mm-hmm. and so we see how the church is built by this life together mm-hmm. by this this sometimes friction and this sometimes glory and just this life together how the lord builds his church and these living stones come together to form the house of god yes beautiful mm-hmm. it is a wonderful thing a glorious thing <laughs> and sometimes it might not feel wonderful or glorious but <laughs> no, right. but he's the master builder and it's just you yes. got to keep that in perspective that even some mm-hmm. of those tough times yes. like that's what he's doing yeah and it's not just you know to you know to be make things hard on us like he's it's part of his his craftsmanship so mm-hmm. right and that's why there's so many examples of you know by faith yes um, mm-hmm. by faith by faith it's yep. it's Having a having a um, a vision of of what the Lord is doing and walking that out, no matter what in this current moment it may visually, physically look like, mm-hmm. um, drawing from what is eternally true yep. and pulling that drape into our current mm-hmm. uh, reality, which mm-hmm. is which is um, not something that can be done um, on an individual basis. It it no. can only be done in community. Yep. So with, with all that said, would you say ecclesia, uh, body life, is easy or hard or both or not at all? Or <laughs> something it's, else. It's something else. <laughs> True or false? <laughs> <laughs> Multiple choice. Multiple choice. <laughs> it's always other. Yes. Fill <laughs> yes. in the blank. D, none of the above and all of the above. <laughs> um, I would say it's definitely... It definitely can be difficult, but it's only easy. Uh, it can be easy at the same time if you're living by the Lord's life. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're if you're not, if you're kind of living out of your soul life or your flesh, it's extremely difficult, and I would even venture to say impossible. Mm-hmm. Yes, it requires you to lay down your life and allow the Lord's to come through. Yeah, it is quite possible. The most difficult yet rewarding thing we've ever done. So the difficulty does not outweigh uh, how. Um, how worthy of a, a cause and a calling it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like it's difficult in ways you would never imagine or dream up. Yeah. Um, you could kind of, we kind of went into it and said, okay, this might be hard, but there's just things that seem kind of crafted for you, or I guess maybe <laughs> in how he's building his house and getting his way in you that you just don't imagine, mm-hmm. but it, but they're definitely, definitely worth it. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Were you going to say something, Eric? He's just nodding over yes, here. <laughs> We're all nodding in here too. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's what's going on now? Oh, we're talking to you on the radio. Yeah. Right. Right now, the Truth. Lord is he's right. really deepening our love for Him, mm-hmm. um, deepening our love for our brothers and our sisters, awesome, deepening uh, our vision of what He is doing. Um, he's renewing uh, passion for his purpose mm-hmm. and his increase. Um, he's he's teaching us, um, and I and I say us. I think as a as a local group of of people, mm-hmm. I think he's really teaching us 
even more so to live by faith and not mm-hmm. by sight. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's been a big uh, reminder lately uh, from, it's talked about in Second Corinthians where, um, you know, you're looking at the things which are seen, but the things that are not seen are the things that are mm-hmm. important. Yep. It's not about the temporal, but the things that are eternal. And yes. I think that if I were to take um, and outline something in the season, it's it's that that concept of, um, you know, it's really easy to to imagine or to operate from the place of what I see, touch, feel, and experience mm-hmm. in in Oklahoma City is what it is. Mm-hmm. But in reality, there's there's so much more, and there is a um, a deep longing for what is heavenly to be expressed here, yeah. um, as in heaven, so here. And this has been a, a scripture and a theme that has been a dominant theme, I think, in this season of life. And I think it's going to be a constant theme from here on out just because of um, the necessary reminders of what that means. Yeah. The the eternal perspective, um, yeah. that eternal purpose, God's heart, it's, it's, it's the center. It's, it's yep. of no small significance. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does. It changes everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Absolutely. So you mentioned a little bit ago, I'm going to paraphrase here, that even though it's difficult, it's worth it. So it kind of comes right into my last question, mm-hmm. which was, you kind of answered it. <laughs> Would you do it again? Is it worth it? Mm-hmm. Living this, this experience, what's on God's heart? Living it out now. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, we would uh, definitely 100% do it again. Mm-hmm. It's worth uh, anything, more than anything in the world, in this world in life. Like we said, it's costly, but it's also valuable. It's challenging, mm-hmm. but it's also enriching and very formative. So completely, yeah. completely worth yes, it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So your life, once you've come into this, your life has been blessed beyond reason and everything's been great. You haven't had any problems, Right. He has this wonderful way of ruining, um, ruining the me, mm. yes. and rebuilding it into yeah. the he. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes. That, that rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you mean? That by was not that? scripted. <laughs> All right. okay. That was awesome. That was that, that wasn't on your paper. <laughs> so what do you, what do you mean by that? I would definitely say that no life has not been perfect, but in some ways it's been even better. Mm. I mean, we didn't necessarily grow up in the easiest of circumstances, um, just, you know, in our raising and stuff and, um, had kind of a interesting view of family and have actually experienced a deeper family here, mm-hmm. um, and experienced lots of healing from the Lord mm-hmm. that, you know, we needed and wanted in our lives. And so while, you know, we maybe not be, have an easy street in some in some regards uh, to life, and we found the things that we are um, gaining from the Lord are really they're eternal and they're more priceless and precious than whatever riches or um, things we could acquire. Yeah, those things just seem to kind of pale in comparison. Yes, awesome. Amen. Hey, are you are you guys are you guys pl- planning on coming to the to the Saints conference? Yeah, I had that question too. <laughs> We're we're hoping to finalize things. Okay, well, yeah. hoping is not the same as no 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 pressure <laughs> no pressure or anything. Just wanted to find we out. We're trying to work it out. Just so. for the for the listeners who uh, may be coming, it'll be, be an opportunity to get get a chance to meet you all, say yeah. hi, spend yep. some time with yeah, you. Yeah, that would be great. Yes. So so that was that leads into 
my last question here, which was you were longing in this, in this kind of wilderness, spiritual wilderness, and then you went to this conference. Would you recommend to people to, to come to something like this? Absolutely. And just to put it in a real um, situation, mm-hmm. um, if I think back on uh, the time that we were debating on going once we had heard about this conference, there was actually a lot of barriers that rose up as soon as we heard about the opportunity in Florida to go to this conference. Mm-hmm. And it was very difficult and I won't go into detail, but there was a lot of there's a lot of factors that were um, that were making it easy for us not to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was a working through of that. And that's where I think at first the letting go began. Mm-hmm. And things aligned, and I believe the Spirit nudged in mm-hmm. some ways mm-hmm. through some people, um, and that helped, and we decided to go. And it was, it was the beginning, um, it was the beginning of, of, of what we're experiencing today, even though it began before. Right. It was a, is a, a physical beginning, mm-hmm. and uh, it was life-altering mm-hmm. from the moment we arrived, um, and it has continued on. Yeah. And so it is, I wouldn't just say it was something I would highly recommend. It would be, it would be crucial to, um, I think the, my favorite phrase would be, um, and this was something that helped nudge us. And it's a phrase that Frank uses a lot. Frank Viola, um, he would, if, if it was him, he would move, mm-hmm. um, you know, from eternity. Heaven to earth. Heaven yeah, to earth. We, we had actually sent him the email. He told us about the conference, and we're like, okay. And Eric, as Eric mentioned, we had some things come up, and it made us hesitate to go. And then he followed up with us like a month later, and he said, are you coming? And um, we were like, well, that's kind of weird. And he said, I would recommend, he said, I would move heaven and earth to be yes. here. Yep. And, yeah. um, and so we were like, okay, you know, it's worth overcoming these things. And um, so it changed our lives. Yeah. It was definitely a jumping off point to to knowing the Lord and experiencing Him in a deeper way. So yes, be there. Yes, <laughs> yes. that's awesome. Yeah, I, I was just thinking about that phrase earlier today. That yeah. moving heaven and earth, moving heaven and earth. The, the kind of people who are desperate enough to reach for the Lord, press in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, de- desperation is a good thing. It's a. Mm-hmm. It's a. It's a necessary he uses it for sure yeah to throw ourselves back onto him <laughs> yeah it's like the woman with the issue of blood yeah yeah, yeah. broke all so, the rules and customs of the day mm-hmm. to get to her lord mm-hmm. so yeah. so i want to say and i'm sure all of us here we love you guys yes and, uh i miss you we miss you in our past show we uh, we interviewed brother pete johnson from oklahoma city and i mentioned he came up to help allison and i uh <laughs> move from Seattle to Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Eric uh, Spahn, and I say Morgan too because <laughs> she she said yes too. <laughs> he was the other brother who came up and helped us move. They drove the the our moving truck. All right. And that was the first time I ever st- started to see the cross work in someone's life, mm-hmm. giving their life for Christ and for another brother, mm-hmm. love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that was super impactful. That's all I'm going to say because we're going to start. <laughs> right, right. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. So that's Eric and Morgan Spawn from Oklahoma. And we are 
encouraging them in their planning of attending the To The Saints <laughs> conference. <laughs> there it is. Heavens to Betsy. All right. And uh, they are encouraging you guys, the listeners, to do your planning to attend this conference as well. Meet us. Meet Eric and Morgan Spawn. You won't regret it. Well, your soul life might. <laughs> This is for the Lord and His increase. That's right. Thanks for listening, guys. To the Saints Conference. Go to tothesaints.com. That's T-O-thesaints.com. We're sorry you've missed out on the early bird registration. The registration itself closes the end of June. Right. So if you even want to come, you got till then to do it. And it's still a very reasonable rate. Sure. This is a much cheaper conference than any other one you'll find out there. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. So come on. Come on. Come on to the the conference. (laughs) (laughs) I can't get any words out. (laughs) (laughs) He's still... Touched by the thought of brothers coming to help move them. Who wouldn't be? Yeah. Yep. All right. So, to the saints.com, listen to past programs and this program again, and register for the conference. We dare you. Until next time, this is RC. This is Andrew. This is Tyrone. This is Allison. This is Carrie. And this is Bridget. And I'm pointing to Eric and Morgan. <laughs> this is Eric. This is Morgan. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs>